Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Guinness World Record holding Fondazi Fire. That's right, everybody. This is a Fondazi Fire podcast, and this is a show where we ask the question, what do you want? Now, normally the answer would be more fire, but today, today the answer is more Kristen. I am your host, Adam the Rambaro Soko, and with me as always is my lovely and beautiful wife, Katie, Mighty Mouse Matryoshka. Hello. And joining us, we have the amazing, awesome, wonderful, wonderful, I can't talk right now, wonderful Kristen. Hello. So Kristen, this episode is all about getting to know you. But before we do that, I want to know who knows you better, me or Adam. So can you do two mm. truths and a lie? Okay. Um, so let's see, two truths and a lie. Um, I was homeschooled through eighth grade. I, um, I love baseball and I hate going on road trips. I think I know which one it is. Okay. You guess first then. Uh, the, I do believe that you were homeschooled. I remember hearing about that. I believe yep, you love road trips and oh wait. Yeah. I didn't think that you liked, I thought you liked road trips, but I don't think you liked baseball. So I guess I thought there was two lies there, but that can't be right. Uh, I'm going to go with the you hate road trips being the lie. Okay. That is I'm the lie. Gonna... Yep. Ah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Ah, I get away. That's okay. I was going to say that too. What were you going to guess, Katie? Okay. I was going yeah, to guess road trips because I, I can't, I don't really remember you ever talking about going on road trips or liking road trips when we've talked about like going out of town no yeah, I, so i actually love road trips so that was the lie so i hate airplanes Wait. actually even though i love traveling yes because yeah, what i said was that i hate road trips yeah so that yeah. was the lie yeah but she does like because i actually love baseball i'm a huge baseball fan that's something are you not really mm-hmm. i yeah. did not know that i never see you wearing <laughs> yeah. any twins gear is twins your team um twins are my team yeah okay. for sure they always have been since like well, because I'm cliche like that, but I was like 13 and 91, you know, so it was a big deal. And yeah. When I, when I was young, I, I got to like Minnesota teams because I lived in Illinois and my family was from Minnesota. So I got to be unique in that I wasn't wearing Chicago Bears gear. I was going to say, wearing... it's like Chicago team, like you, you can't cheer for anybody else if you're in Illinois, right? I mean, like... Well, you... <laughs> I, I thankfully was a Bulls fan during their times where they three-peated and every and it was just like Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, all the big Bulls. So that was fun. But I was a little <laughs> little bit early for like the, the 85 Bears when they right. were amazing. I was too young for that one. <laughs> so twins, right, Kristen? <laughs> yep. And the kitten runs past. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, the twins. And, and road trips. <laughs> I do love road trips. But I don't like trip. traveling by plane because... I don't know. It's not a fear of flying thing. It's just I hate being in airplanes. <laughs> so I, yeah, even though I love traveling and I would fly by airplane if that is what it took to get to where I wanted to go, I still would rather drive if I can. So. 
Is it an irrational fear that zombies are actually on the plane? <laughs> well, now it is. <laughs> it wasn't before. Oh, okay. There could be snakes on the plane. No. <laughs> No, it's the guy. <laughs> I wouldn't actually mind that as much as zombies, probably. <laughs> or, you know, just other people. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kristen, you've been a, fa- a fan of baseball since you were 13. So when you were younger, what did you want to be when you grew up? What, not a professional baseball player, I take it. No, although, you know, I tried to play softball when I was in high school and then I tried again when I was in college and they both lasted one season because that is not me. But, um, but no, I, when I was a kid, I wanted to be, I mean, I went through a lot of things. Um, I mean, I should tell you my daughter, my five-year-old daughter now wants to be a paleontologist, astronaut, librarian. And the apple doesn't fall far from So that's pretty much right. I know. So, and I told her like the new perseverance they're looking for fossils so i mean it could be a thing but anyway so she doesn't fall far from the tree and that's kind of how i was when i was a kid i wanted to be all kinds of different things ballet dancer haha firefighter (laughs) also haha um and then you know eventually a teacher and then in ninth grade that just kind of stuck and that was what i wanted to do was be an english teacher which is not what i became but that's okay (laughs) i went to school for that and then became something else instead Um, So did you have a mentor that really kind of drove you to want to be a teacher? Yeah, I mean, I had a lot of really good teachers in high school. And my mom was a teacher, too. um, So Uh. that was part of it. But I I had a really great ninth grade English teacher. And I had her again in, in 11th grade. And I was one of the only people that liked her. Most people didn't like her at all. But she was one of my favorites. I just was like, that is what I want to do. And um. Yeah. I don't know. She, I had a, I had a good one in college too. And she was like, I would just remember her saying, you don't, to be a good teacher, you don't want to teach English. You want to teach kids. And so I think that's actually why I didn't become a high school teacher because really I, I drive back the little kids. And so that's why I kind of shifted gears and became an early childhood teacher instead. So. It's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) So right now it's a little afternoon on a Sunday. What would you normally mm-hmm. be doing at this time of day on during the weekend? Hmm. Not much probably, or else like some big house project um, or else reading, you know, just, or chilling out with the kids playing a game or something um, or outside at a nature center or park with the kids on a walk, something like that. Depends on the day. Do you have any, <laughs> and the you have any house projects going on right now? Well, we have a big thing planned that hasn't actually been started yet, and that's putting a deck on the back, which I'm super excited about, even though it means that I'm going to lose my little home office area <laughs> that I've been using. But I would rather have a deck than have <laughs> that little space. So, um, But no, right now we're out, we're kind of focused on planting the garden. That's our big deal because okay. we, it's that time. Like Alan is funny because he has my, – my Alan is funny because he has uh, – he has it marked on the calendar like – 12 weeks till last frost, eight weeks till last frost. Cause at each of those times, like there's different seeds that need to be replanted and like, you know, go in the ground <laughs> or in the, in the little seed things, this whole grow area downstairs. So yeah, we've got it planned. <laughs> and you guys are going to do a ground level deck. Yeah. Right. Just off the back of our sunroom on the main floor. <laughs> nice. But there's we're a lot less that can go wrong with those. 
Yes, yes. <laughs> and we thought about putting in like a porch, but we don't really want to deal with the roof. So we're just going to do a deck instead. <laughs> Makes sense. Yep. But it'll be a good one. If I have anything to say about it. <laughs> then we can have everybody over eventually, someday. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> when we can all get to, when we can all get together again. Someday. Yeah. Someday. 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 <laughs> okay, so Kristen, you um garden it sounds like. Mhm. You play violin for Fondazzi. Mhm. What mm-hmm. other hobbies do you have and what hobby do you really like wish you had more time to spend on? All of them. <laughs> like I seriously like all the hobbies. Um if I had my way, I would be doing Actually, just today in my Facebook memories popped up a year ago, I I learned about these little book nooks that go like, have you seen these? They're on bookshelves and they look like you're looking into a little world on the bookshelf and they're lit and stuff and they have little miniatures. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to make these. This would be so cool. I haven't started. (laughs) That is like a major, I have to lot, I have to learn a lot of skills (laughs) to do that. Um, But you know, someday, but that's one thing I'm just kind of teaching myself how to watercolor paint. I love to read. I love to run. I love to, you know, there's so many things that if I had time for backpacking. I didn't know you were a runner. It comes and goes. (laughs) Yeah, I (laughs) I have run a fair amount in the past. Not like super long distances. I think the longest I've ever done was a 10K. But um, yeah. Any longer is is horrible. That's what I feel like. It's it's the worst thing in the world. (laughs) I know. And I've heard your stories. So I'm like, yeah, maybe I don't ever want to do that. I've, I've thought like half marathon would be my goal, but, but I know a, a couple that I lived with after college and they were 45 and they decided that they wanted to start running. They had never done it and they trained and they were both smokers and they both trained starting in March and the wife ran the Twin Cities Marathon that October. Wow. So like, I feel like if she can do that and she ran it barefoot too, or sock feet. What? So Ouch. yeah, I know. Cause she Man. said she was, she couldn't, like she said she could cushion her knees better when she could feel the pavement. So, which I, I get, but I can't imagine doing that in October. If it would be so cold. <laughs> so, right. um, anyway, so that's, um, yeah, I'll, I don't want to run it barefoot. I don't want to run the whole marathon, <laughs> but I'm like, if she can do that, then someday I can run a marathon. There yeah. was a, there was a time several years ago when barefoot running was all the craze, uh, that yeah. I, I tried to get into it and I just had like the Merrill flat feet, uh, type of shoes but i i still have a neuro yeah i still have an aroma on the bottom of my foot as a as a reward for that though i don't think people know what an aroma is (laughs) it's a bundle of bundle of nerves it's a bundle of nerves that hurts like crazy when you when you stand on it it yeah Yeah, that doesn't sound like a good nope (laughs) there's there was a lot there was a lot of people back in the days that tried to run barefoot when it maybe wasn't the most advisable running method right uh, it's not something I want to do. That's for sure. I think most running methods are not advisable. <laughs> well, we've come except for the zombies. <laughs> okay, Zombie yeah, runners. cardio. You do. We got mountain bikes though. We can get away from them on the bikes. Ooh, right. I okay, do have to true. speak up in defense of barefoot running, just because I've been barefoot since I was a child. And if you start that way, right. then it is the best oh, way. But if you're not yep. that used to it, I agree. It's hard to get yeah. into. Yeah. Yes. No, especially for people that have grown up with the big 
the big uh, squishy shoes and then all of a sudden decide mm-hmm. that they're going to go run barefoot. And so now we've come full circle, right? Now we got hokas and everyone <laughs> runs around in big squishy shoes. I don't like yep. running in hokas, but they are like walking on a cloud. They're so comfortable just to walk I've in. I've never tried them. Oh my gosh, they're so comfortable to walk in. They are they are pretty squishy. Okay, wait, this is not about running or hokas or barefoot. Well, this is supposed to be about Kristen. Well, sure it is. <laughs> I think She's the, the tangential conversation is very Fondazi and very Kristen. <laughs> I was going to say that's very Kristen. Tangents are very Kristen, so it's, it's all good. Do you want to swing us back around there and borrow? <laughs> Get us back on track? Yeah. Sure can. Wanna- oh, I love this question. Kristen, what is your favorite uh, comfort food or drink and mm-hmm. or drink? I have so many. I just love food in general. Um, probably anything with cheese in it. <laughs> or yes. actually, you know what it is? It's like any like one pot dish. So like mac and cheese that has like ham or chicken or something in it you know like when it's a whole or shepherd's pie where it's like a whole meal just in one pot like those are very comforting for me or paella which alan made for valentine's day for us which was so good i could have just eaten the whole thing yeah so yeah that's that's basically my comfort food or cookies Cookies (laughs) what kind of cookie (laughs) um hmm Probably just good old chocolate chip, but I'm also one of those weird people who actually loves oatmeal raisin cookies, like really loves oatmeal raisin cookies. My husband does not understand me on that, <laughs> but you know, they are pretty cookies good, in general are good. Mm-hmm. No, when I it like comes to chocolate chip cookies, do you like the soft, squishy, chewy ones or do you like the crisp ones? Dewy. Yeah, I think chewy's the way to go. Yep. Chewy and gooey. Like when they come right out of the oven and the, yep. Now That's I gotta go brownies. <laughs> brownies should also be a gooey too. Right. Brownies yeah. also. And I, I like your idea of the mac and cheese with meat. Last, last week, uh, we made mac and cheese with brisket. It was pretty fantastic. Ooh, yeah. The kid's new favorite is chicken bacon mac and cheese. Chicken yep. and bacon mac and cheese. We need to try that. The other one, and this is Annika's favorite, but I think just because she likes to say it, is, is mac and cheese with ham and cheese. <laughs> so she likes that one, too. <laughs> That's cute. I like that. Do you like what was your favorite season? Autumn. I love fall. Yes. Like is that because you're with us? <laughs> That's when well, you spend yeah, the most time with Bandazi. That is part of it. Yes. But it's all about the it's all about the the cold weather and the colors. I like the color palette. And what? um and the clothing. <laughs> yes. What did you do with your first autumn? Well, actually, it's not it's not as much for you because you're newer to Fondazi. You no. haven't given up like every season for the past decade. No, yeah, I know. I, I, yeah, it was kind of like a return to what we did a few years ago at our yeah. house, like you know, Apple Lord and um, 
I don't know. I mean, pandemic obviously affected things, so we didn't do sure. what we would have done normally. But um, yeah, hikes and apple orchards and that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a fun fun autumn to have in a, a fall that we weren't yeah. performing just just for something of, of a change. It was really odd. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Kristen, what's your sign? Oh, Taurus. In case you couldn't tell. <laughs> Did, I was reading today that apparently signs have sisters, which are like their best friend matches. Really? And Taurus and Scorpio go together. Apparently there we're like supposed to be. <laughs> which which is we were twinning the other day. What? A lot of my closest friends in my life have been noticing this lately are Sagittarius. Like I have a lot of Sagittarians in my life. So Sorry, you think Scorpio. Facebook lied to me? Is Scorpio. <laughs> Good. But my son is a Scorpio. So, you know, <laughs> I have a lot of Scorpios too. I don't think Facebook lied. There's just a lot of like, when you get one Sagittarius, you get a lot of us because we've heard. We're a herding. <laughs> I'm an Aries, but I don't think that really uh, applies to anything in this. Other Aries than... and Sagittarius get on great. My sister's yes, an Aries and she's go. my best friend. So you're my best friend also, Adam. Sweet. <laughs> Also a natural born leader, right? Isn't that what Aries do? Yeah. Take over stuff. Supposedly. And I just dig in my heels. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't really noticed that. No, you, uh, you're, you're very well, much like. It's more at home. <laughs> so. oh. <laughs> when did you start playing the violin? Uh, I was eight. I had taken piano for a few years before that. And then I switched to violin at eight. Oh. Why? That's a lot. That's a long time. Why? Um, I think actually a lot of it is no. Actually, I don't know why. Well, I wanted to play either violin or flute, and now I sort of wish I'd played the cello. Except, you know, I mean, it wouldn't have put me where I am today. <laughs> but, but um, <laughs> I actually prefer the lower instruments. But, um, but it's kind of nice. To be, I mean, like violinist, there's a lot of opportunities. So yeah, violin's a good thing. I don't know why. Just honestly, it just called to me. Cool, Haley. Yeah. Um, you know, Haley plays the the cello. I know, and she's she's hilarious because she's always like, "I'm going to practice now. So if it bothers you, let me know." And I'm always like, "I love when you practice because you get you're open just, the door. Like it's beautiful <laughs> she, music, and you know, she's I always do the same good, thing to Alan. So, like, oh, right, so nice. I know. I'm like, I'm going to practice. Sorry, and Alan's like, No, please do. <laughs> That's the best. I understand the idea of the low instruments. I was, I was a baritone player back in the day, but there is more opportunity when you go to the higher ranged instruments. So I, I played trumpet and band. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they tend to be the solo instruments. Yep. And... Adam yep. played everything in band. I, yeah. All the saxophones and then the brass. That's not everything. That's just That's saxophones really cool. and brass. <laughs> an entire section though so yeah exactly <laughs> all the metal instruments <laughs> i played flute yeah i never played the trombone though that's that seemed really complicated that's actually the one that alan played in school was trombone. Oh, really? i have never heard him play because he does not own a trombone but oh i did yeah. not know that about him and we can't put a trombone section into fondazi then probably not <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious though <laughs> We had talked uh, in previous years of having a, having me do like a little trumpet thing, though. But my chops yeah. are completely shot. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing with brass instruments. That 
has to be maintained. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so, lip muscles go away. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite style of music to play? To play? Ooh. Um, it's probably a toss-up between um, folk, kind of like what we do. I mean, I love what we do, um, but also like Irish folk and stuff like that. Um, and then also Broadway. I love, 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 love playing in pits for shows. And I miss it a lot this year. So, um, yeah, I do love playing, especially like um, 1920s type, like Chicago was one of, you know, mm-hmm. that's actually the musical where Alan and I met. Um, and that's, that's what that, I love that style of music. So, cause, and it's great for solo violin to be like over the band, you know, so. I was going to ask, isn't that where you and Al met was mm-hmm. at a yep. show? Doing theater. What other uh, shows have you played in? <laughs> it's I have a, a list going just at, at Bloomington Civic Theater, which now is artistry. I have played 47 shows, different productions. Nice. Um, oh, and then, so, yeah, so I don't, I'm not going to list them all. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> uh, and then I've done a few at other theaters too, but mostly there. Um, a lot, a lot of shows. <laughs> That's incredible. I did not know that. I didn't know mm-hmm. that either. I mean, I knew that you did stuff there, but I didn't know you did so. Yeah. Much well, because before we had kids, I was doing pretty much the whole season every year. So I would okay. play, they would do three to four shows every year and I'd play all of them. So, and all the shows in all the, all the runs. So it was like, yeah, I, I was at the theater a lot back then. Wow. Mm-hmm. Do you, but do you do them anymore? You said you mm-hmm. missed it this last season because of the Yeah, pandemic, this year. But- yeah, we were supposed to do MAME last spring, um, and then obviously nothing is happening right now. Um, so maybe next year theater is like theater is a scary industry right now. Nobody knows what's happening. So, and every theater is kind of trying to find their own way to move forward. So it's um, yeah, I'm not sure what will be happening. But yeah, I have been doing still, you know, pieces of you know, I'll do like a weekend here or there. I'll kind of fill in for people. And I usually wind up doing one to three shows every year still. Oh, that's cool. Depending on if they need violence, they don't always. You know, I would love to have a musical type number to dance to. Mm, I'm not really sure a- how that would. <laughs> what? <laughs> that would be kind of a departure from what we usually are. I know. That's what I was, that's what I was about to say is I don't know what musical would fit. But it right. would be fun. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what Raiderly calls um, I'm thinking. um Hungarian folk. She yeah. she was ta- she talked a little bit about how that's a little bit of a, a musical. Um did you have you ever seen yeah. Babes in Toyland? Mm-hmm. They do this big number at the at the beginning where they're the the caravan of Yeah. People. Yeah. That would be fun. Something like that would be fun. It's That's really true. like yeah. high energy. Yep. Not to be too obvious, but Fiddler on the Roof actually is Russian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, that's true. Well, there is a lot yeah. in that one that would work. Yes. Do in my head, I think I'm going through like cats and, and Sound of Music, and I'm like, nope, can't oh, find yes, one. Fiddler. I am not going to dress you know- up like a cat. <laughs> we promised to Photoshop out your butt. <laughs> I was going to say. I did not watch that the uh, the movie. I didn't version. watch the new one either. 
Nope. I heard too many poor reviews on it. Yep. <laughs> Fiddler, though, there was when I was in high school, they asked my orchestra director to get a group of violin players together and went and made the little opening theme for Fiddler on the Roof on repeat over and over and over again on the roof of Chanhassen because they were going to be doing <laughs> Fiddler and... Um, so they like put us on a forklift and lifted us up onto because they had this like little flat roof. And so we stood there and we had to like, they said, well, dress like Russian peasants. And we're like, hey, a bunch of 14 and 15 year olds. We have no Russian peasant costumes. So we just kind of wore <laughs> right, random baggy clothes and played. And it was so hot because it was like July and the sun was just. Yeah. Oh, no. So. <laughs> I don't know. When you said Fiddler, it just, I have played it since, like the actual show since then, but um, <laughs> just made me think of that. Performing on roofs is always way better in theory than it actually ever mm -hmm. is in practice. That is true. Yep. We've had, we've had people try to put us on roofs before too, and it just, yeah, it doesn't work out. Unless you're like right near the edge, half the people can't see you. <laughs> right. And moving around like that on a roof would be scary. Mm -hmm. Lemonade sour. <laughs> Sorry. I just got a sour pot. Train like. off the rails. <laughs> That's why we have an editor. I don't Train. know if I actually want to edit exactly. any of this out because this is very authentic. <laughs> it's true. Uh, so, Katie. Yes. <laughs> this is how our discussions go in life, too. Like, you know. <laughs> All right, so I'm supposed to bring it back again now. <laughs> bring it back again. So, Kristen, <laughs> yeah. what is one of the what is one of the things that you value most? It's a big question. Um, that is a big question. It's very deep. I would yes. say. Hmm. Sorry, <laughs> I'm like thinking through all these things. I think just people in general and the the relationships between people and communication between people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can see that given your job and your family and Yeah. We didn't we haven't gone over what she actually does for work. Well, I That's true. I kind of touched on what I used to do. Yeah, cuz which is not even what I do now, but yeah. Cuz now I'm do now? I'm doing social work out of out of nowhere I'm doing social work um which is nothing that I'm really trained for. I've been learning a lot on the job in the last year and a half. Um but yeah, so because now I work with families who have recently been experiencing homelessness and I help them with stuff, anything with their kids. So getting them enrolled in school, getting them childcare, getting childcare assistance, doing all that stuff. Um, and it's interesting, <laughs> but it's not what I want to do long term. I really want to get back to teaching preschool, really. So um, kind of working toward that now. I've always admired social workers, even even uh when I was working in the hospital, just the ability of a social worker to find resources and be able to help so many different people with so many different challenges. It's a uh, quite an honorable profession. I think so too. And I say that cause I'm not really, I'm not really a social worker. <laughs> I, I, <and> the people <laughs> that I'm around, I mean, what, what, one of the hardest things to learn over the last year and a half has been all those resources, knowing what the resources are, because I totally new to the whole field. It, it was like I don't, I have no idea what to suggest for you because this is not something I have a knowledge base in. So, yeah, it's definitely been 
a learning curve and I'm not there yet, but some people that I work with are absolutely amazing in what they do. So, yeah. And they just know how to finesse situations too and, and how to read people really well, which is also very noble. <laughs> well, Kristen, we're about out of time. So we're going to wrap things up here for our last question. What is a bit of wisdom that you've learned that you'd like to share with the listeners of Fondazi? I guess I would say the fact that the brain is always growing, like that they've learned. I mean, it's not that recent anymore, but <laughs> I learned it, you know, maybe a decade ago that that neuroplasticity, your brain is always changing and growing, um, that it's never too late to change and learn more. And so that's kind of like a goal of mine and, and something that I think about a lot is like, you can always change and you can always learn more. So always learning. What are some of the things that you put into practice to evoke change in learning? Well, curiosity helps a lot. Just kind of, it's kind of that hobby thing I was talking about <laughs> that I just want to know all the stuff about all the stuff. So that that's part of also just how you relate to other people and being able to change your patterns and habits. And I'm not real good at it yet, but it's a practice. And so it's, that's where that brain science comes in that it's, you know, I, the more you do it, the, the more, the easier it will be. Well, thank you. I appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing a bit about yourself with the listeners of Fondazi. It's certainly been educational for me to get to know you a little bit better. Yeah, it was to do it. It's fun. <laughs> If you want to become a Patreon subscriber, pop on over to the Patreon and look for Fondazi Fire. If you have any questions or show ideas for us, anything that you want to know, then email us at fondazi at gmail.com. Make sure to subscribe to Fondazi Fire Presents What Do You Want on your favorite podcast platform, and we'll see you next time.